Did you know that honey never spoils? Archaeologists have found pots of honey in ancient Egyptian tombs that are still edible after thousands of years. This is because honey contains very little water and a high concentration of sugar, which inhibits the growth of microorganisms and prevents spoilage. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Hold and Time. I need to start singing my intro. <laughs> Welcome, guys. <laughs> always a pleasure, always a joy just to sit down and talk into the air. One day, one brave day, I'm going to record this podcast on video. I feel like it will kind of beat the point, but just so you can see what it looks like behind the scenes when I'm recording my podcast. But as I've done before, I can paint a picture. I'm just sat in my little, I can't call it a house, so let's call it a room. Because <laughs> it's like where I stay here in the UK is like a single room. I'm in my room. Um, the weather is quite bright today, like the sun is out. The temperatures are like 12 degrees, but the sun is out. And right outside my window are some apartments. But then there's like really nice trees, just, yeah, so it's, yeah, it's nice. My laptop is in front of me. My room is nice, neat as always, and I'm just chilling. And um, microphone plugged to my hoodie, <laughs> talking into it. So always a delight to have you guys come in to listen to me. And um, I want to actually start by appreciating your feedback because you know I always get you know the thing I, I love about doing this podcast is especially when I get like very I can say personalized feedback like it's not just a comment on a on a post it's it's a message saying hi Laura I really resonated with this when you said this and then we end up having like a chat about it I really love that so I appreciate it and you can always dm me at Karira Laura on Instagram so I guess also to pass a challenge to you, maybe you can uh, plug someone this week, one or two people this week to this podcast, see if they vibe with it. Like as always, like I keep saying, it's just a thing about whether you vibe with it or not. <laughs> and it's totally okay if you don't see if they vibe with it and they can join the, the, the family. Yeah. So um, I wanted to shout out Shik's Jojo who uh, messaged me, and this is her, her message about uh, the conversation on body image. I related to this episode a lot. Being petite, I get both positive and negative comments sometimes. And as much as I appreciate and I'm comfortable with how I look, it gets to me in a way. But just like you, I have found people like me who I look up to and not be my feels about it. Thanks for this. Keep at it. I just wanted to shout you out and... Um, also just highlight that episode because it seemed to resonate with people in a very unique way and I must say I had a lot of fun a lot 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 of fun recording it and diving right into today's um, conversation today's episode um, again to like paint the picture or like bring you into before I land my point because I think I think that's what I do most of the time it's just like I have the grand point but I there's somewhere I'm coming from with it and I just want to get you into seeing how I think about it I'd say and this is something that um I 
I still sometimes grapple with because there's who I say that I am, right? There's, there's who you say you are. So like when someone asks you, how would you describe yourself? Now, let me do it uh, right now. Pure vulnerability, oh my God. How would I describe myself? I describe myself as um, as a self-loving, introverted, calm, cheeky, kind, loving, selfless, committed, driven, hardworking, analytical, creative, neat and clean and tidy, organized, um, deep, uh, somewhat collected person. <laughs> that was fun. Um, those are some adjectives I'd used to describe myself, right? And if you look at that, most of these are adjectives that don't have a negative connotation. Like most of us, when we're asked to describe ourselves, we will go for the things that don't have a negative connotation, which I think is fine if you ask me. But then let's not maybe start to reframe it into something like, well, how would you describe yourself keeping in mind your weaknesses? I'd say... I don't know what adjective there is to someone who like slow to making decisions, you know, someone who takes too much time to to decide. Indecisive. <laughs> Why am I even thinking about it? In you can say I'm indecisive. You can say I am because of how deeply I analyze and see things, because of how I tear apart experiences and even people. You can say that I'm judgmental simply because I I see a lot. I see even things even I don't want to see in people and, and in situations. We could say I am even critical because like, and I guess this comes from the part of me that's orderly and, and neat and organized. When I get into a space that isn't, I... I don't like it. I don't know if you can say I'm critical because I don't necessarily verbalize how I feel. I'll just feel it, but I guess still, you know. Um, I can be a bit stoic, maybe. Stoic, being stoic is not a very, is not always a bad thing per se, but sometimes it can feel like you're being detached to a situation. Um, in a way that may make, make someone feel left out or something. I mean, those are just some of the things I can think of. And uh, why I'm, I'm starting this off in this way is there's definitely that image or perception we have of ourselves. And I guess a big question here is, are you those things or are those the things you're trying to be? Are you, are this like a part of your day-to-day -day at your core or are these things you're trying to be you know um and I think it's both because I feel like there is a natural disposition that we all have there are people who are more 
inclined to order than others. There are people who are more inclined to softness than others. There are people who are more inclined to loudness um, than others. And in all these things, another very important thing that I've learned through life is, and maybe you can even hear it sometimes on the podcast when I'm trying to describe something. I I, I really struggle with labeling things as good or bad because I realized it's quite a subjective thing and it's it's a human construct in a sense like we are the ones who have sort of like given things a certain connotation but when you really think about it there's no badness to it a perfect example would be when you think of a woman with femininity is described with a sort of a gentleness a sort of a softness but i know many women on the louder side of life who are still beautiful and feminine and lovely in so many ways but they think they need to tone down because their loudness is making them less feminine but where is that coming from it's coming from a construct we've created it's coming from how we have connoted loudness that would make someone feel like then I don't fit into this because I am the opposite so I think we have a lot to think about when it comes to how we perceive and describe certain things. And now when it comes to who you say you are, like practicing who you say you are on a day-to-day is, depending on the circumstances, depending on the kind of day you're having, <laughs> it can be different kinds of things. It can be different kinds of experiences. Um, of course, there is the... Um, internal aspects that impact how we behave or how we show up in situations um it could be your energy levels maybe you haven't eaten well you haven't rested well you're pretty worn out and tired it could be your hormonal issues especially for us women it could be uh your perception of this person or this situation that just has you having a negative um approach to it but then these things we call temptations or challenges are things that meet us in the middle of our smooth sailing ongoing journey of life and they just distract us and they and they cause attention within us because they bring us to to fight with who we say we are and what this thing is causing us to think of doing or to do. It creates a tension within us. So here you are saying you are a kind person and you have met someone who's being so mean to you. And and in that instance, truth is the first thing that crosses our minds when we come about such situations is, my goodness, I'm going to give this person a piece of my mind. But that exact moment is what you would regard a temptation, right? Is what you regard. Temptation is like often used in religious contexts. You can call it a challenge. You can call it a trial. Maybe that's the same thing, no? (laughs) You can call it whatever it is, but you get my vibe, yeah? At that moment of temptation, the thing that I have come to see and, and I found it so fascinating, and I'll tell you the situation that got me there, is 
that moment where you think the universe is testing you because i feel like this is what we've been made to see like temptation it's the enemy who is testing you he is um <laughs> and i'm not saying that that's rubbish i'm just saying i'm just giving a different perspective a way of looking at it here it's testing you he wants to to veer you off your your journey and whatever but you've had many people say um that if you pray for wealth then life will throw to challenges and challenging ways to arrive at that wealth uh if you pray for a particular thing then you you're also praying for the challenges that come with getting that thing right so if you say you are kind and if you consistently want to work towards kindness then the thing that's going to happen is you're going to meet situations that keep challenging that aspect of you and so i think i just a, a, a different way that helps me look at this thing is temptations are not necessarily uh a test that you that you have to pass or if you fail it means you are not good enough because i think that's how we tend to see this thing that now it's a test and all my days i really messed up because um this thing came my way and i actually fell into it and now i have failed and i'm not a good person it means it it means a certain thing of me the universe isn't testing you god isn't testing you life isn't necessarily testing you it probably is but my perspective is that it's giving you an opportunity to practice who you say you are it's giving you an opportunity to put into 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 practice this thing that you say you are this thing that you say you you keep working towards it or pray to be so you say you're a diligent person in your dealings do we really want to go there but i can just go there how many times have you evaded your taxes or you're striking a deal with someone you, str- you you strike a better one for yourself than for this other person who may not be at the negotiation table something like that it's this moments that now give you that opportunity to practice who you say you are and the 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 most beautiful thing about it is seeing this as an opportunity means therefore that now you're able to to become better as at this thing the more you're able to rise above the challenges or the temptations now cue vulnerable moment i was in a relationship not too long ago and i had an, a certain aspect of me came came out that i didn't i hadn't seen or experienced before um i guess i just never had opportunities to see that side of me I have always thought of myself as a calm, kind, chill, quiet, um unproblematic person. I still think I am. But I was in the situation that was a bit tense, you know, like um and you know how it gets in relationships. <laughs> it brings out certain aspects of you that even you are like, oh my goodness, what's that? And I did have a particular moment a few times where i was communicating and i was raising my voice i was 
expressing that anger like you could physically see that I was mad. I was certainly not going to kill anybody, but it looked like I would, <laughs> you know. <laughs> like it's a kind of situation where, it's a kind of situation which, to be honest, I wouldn't want anybody I love or care about or anybody who I care about what they think about me or anybody at all to just see me in that state. It wasn't thing, it wasn't a situation I was proud of anytime it would happen. And I'd be like, who is this? Like, what's this? Is this like an anger that has been sitting with me for so long? Yes, maybe there's an aspect to it. Those are things that I, I was thinking to myself on the side and trying to resolve. But then at the same time, it was a chance for me to practice this centeredness that I said that I have or I thought that I have in moments of conflict. It's just that I had never been in a moment of conflict to this extent for me to know really how much of that centeredness do I have in me. So for as long as you never put it into test, you don't really know how much of it you have. For as long as you haven't sat an exam, you don't really know how much you know until you that paper is right in front of you and you're writing the answers and you realize, yo, man, I retained this and this and that and that's so cool. Or I retained this, but I've forgotten that, but I'm not really good at that still, but you know. So, and that was such a, I remember that moment particularly and I've pointed it out because I remember how difficult it was for me, not just because um, there were issues that were bringing up that tension and that anger in my relationship at the time, but because there was a mismatch and a mismatch that led to a lot of tension within me. Forget even about the other person, just me to myself. I was asking myself, what was that? Who is that? Oh my goodness, Laura, we need to really think about that because that's not, that's not who you say you are. That's not who you want to be. That's not who, that's not how you represent yourself. I felt like a fraud. I felt fake. I felt, you know, yeah. And, and, and it really got me thinking deep within, like, what is this thing? And I guess it's part of what just led me to this way of seeing challenges and temptation. Because the thing is, they are going to come again and again and again. I just chose, I just learned or chose to see them as opportunities and not as you know, like it, I'm not being tried, I'm not being tested because that's perception of I'm being tested puts you in defensive mode that's what I think I think when you think I'm being tested then you're ready to fight you know <laughs> you're just ready to prove that you're not this and you're not that but how about this test come and be an opportunity for you to see okay how far am I on this module on this unit you know how am I doing on this unit of self-centeredness and kindness and and self-expression, sober self-expression, where am I really? Because on a calm, random day, if you ask me where I am, I'll tell you, yeah, yeah, I think I handle things pretty maturely, da-da-da-da-da-da. 
until something comes up and and either shows you that yo girl not really or shows you yeah but still you have more work to do so i think it's a really good way to see it and and even as i as i as i wind this up i'd say all these things that you say you are all these ways you can describe yourself all these things that you're trying to be on a day to day view them as a progressive thing it's not a destination you're not the epitome of kindness truth is you can always be kinder you can always be better you can always be um more of something there's an infinite level to arriving at this thing arriving is not even the right term there's an infinite level to these things in general and as you walk through the journey of life i think a healthy goal is to see every challenge and every test as a chance to practice who you say you are improve on who you say you are challenge the parts of you that have maybe faded away or being eroded or have been eroded by something or just how you haven't exercised that muscle enough for you to keep getting stronger at it and i really wish you the best with that so today i'm going to end the episode with health check so let's dive right in Welcome to Health Check with me, your personal nutritionist, just checking on you. And today, this is an interesting health check because I did get a message also on um, the episode where we discussed body image and I so happened to have said something that I don't remember saying. But anyway, anyway this is the message. Um, not sure if they'd want me to read out their name. Um, not sure. I'm not sure. I didn't ask. So let me just read the message. Hi, Laura. Just listened to your latest podcast episode on body image. Really great. Something caught my interest, Lakini. When you said you have a healthy gut, like how do you know you have a healthy gut? I read that message and my first thought was, I said that. <laughs> but the fact that I did means, and yeah, I think highly of my gut. So let's talk about my gut. Okay, no, let's talk about a healthy gut. So... This is where I was coming from when I said a healthy gut, which, of which, yeah, I feel like I generally have a healthy gut. And I rem- even when I was, I was having con- the conversation with this gentleman, I was, I asked him, do you really, really want to know, like, the answer? <laughs> Are you ready to be grossed out? So, guys, be ready to be, no, let's talk about it, you know, but yeah, just know it's, it's, it gets gross. <laughs> so, where I'm coming from with that is, for me, I feel like I have a healthy amount of healthy of bowel movements which keeps me feeling um refreshed in some sort of way i don't feel like i'm gunky and junky inside and um it's not just about the bowel movements it's also about the, the what it's like so let me stop talking about myself and make it generic so that it's just awkward <laughs> so let me start by saying that there are a few things that can help you see where you are in terms of your gut health. And if I can paint it from the perspective of an unhealthy gut, an unhealthy gut has frequent discomfort, gas, bloating, constipation, diarrhea, heartburn. These are some of the symptoms. You could have either one frequently the, the the thing is in the frequency because the thing about our gut is it all depends on what we're eating and um 
all those different there's so many aspects how what we're eating uh physical activity uh but especially the different types of food we eat so when you consistently are having discomfort of any kind in your gut then you want to really think about where you're at with that but beyond that when it comes to bowel movements um it is said that bowel movements between three times a week and three times a day which i think is quite a big range anything between three times a week and three times a day is healthy bowel movements right so if you're passing bowel movements three passing stool three times a day you're just fine three times a week is also just fine but then generally it's there's no there's the, the emphasis is not so much in the number of times it is for babies in a sense for babies we, we kind of get concerned when it's been a whole day or whatever or when it's too much but generally it's not so much about the number of times a day or a week it's more about how it smells how it looks um so color smell and consistency so consistency if it's too hard you're constipated if it's too watery that is diarrhea and these are just some things that let me i think this is something i feel like i should have said it way earlier when you're beginning health check but guys get used to looking at your stool at your urine for ladies at your discharge and your period blood expose yourself to information on what healthy stool looks and smells like healthy urine looks and smells like discharge period blood because these are the things that help you know what's going on on the inside they are the indicators i can't keep pricking myself to see how my blood looks or something like that but these are the things that keep you knowing how you how you could be on the inside sometimes even breath things like that but the most important at that stool urine stool urine and um for reproductive health or discharge and period blood as gross as we think of it it's quite important to to more, to to study you don't need to study anybody else's you just need to study your own you know just see any inconsistencies now again i'm not trying to say overthink this thing and now any single instant your your urine is yellower than other times all oh, my days i'm not okay my kidney is failing <laughs> no 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 it's it's just good for you to see because that is how you're able to note an inconsistency so how you know something could be wrong is when something is a certain way over a period of time say 3 days to a week you're having like very very dark urine with strong smell that always indicates like most of the time you're just not hydrating enough but if you are then maybe you want to look into kidney function for example or just something could be wrong for stool as well there is a way it can depending on what you're eating the smell will vary of course the color will vary as well but there's a way there's an there's a way you can tell something is wrong sometimes it will come out with like mm, foamy something or mucusy something that just doesn't feel right or look right be mindful of these things because this is some it's some information that can actually help your doctor whenever you now get to a doctor to say i'm not feeling well so 
moving away from the gross conversation, I hope you really understand my emphasis. It's so important, so, so important to look at these things. It's very, very important. So what are some things that can help you keep a healthy gut? Eat fiber-rich foods. They're very good to keep your gut busy. So I remember telling this guy, a busy gut is a healthy gut, by the way. Like when your gut, when you take too long before passing a bowel movement, you really need to <laughs> think about, you know, but a healthy, a busy gut is a healthy gut. And so fiber keeps your, your, your stomach like mo food moving through, you know, and it keeps it lined well. Um, you need to drink enough water. You need to take probiotics, which are really good at building the healthy bacteria in our gut, which helps with the digestion. And, you know, with the, like, the stomach and the whole digestive system, it's a lot about um, bacterial balance. So probiotics are really good. Of course, it's a bonus for girls um, because it also helps with our healthy hoo-ha, helps you have a healthy hoo-ha. So yogurt, cranberry juice, anything probiotic will help with that. Exercise is really good to help you keep a healthy gut because it's a, it's a lot about gut needs to move for it to move, you know. So exercise helps and also just limiting stress levels, uh, intake of drugs or alcohol is very important. So that's it for Health Check. Thanks for listening. guys that's it for the episode today episode 41 my goodness we've come such a long way and um, I'm enjoying this I hope you are as well I think I don't get to say this often but I really I'm so open to ideas open to feedbacks open to even any random thing you may want to you may want to hear me talk about or incorporate into the episode and talking about incorporate there's a particular segment of the episode that I don't engage with that much and honestly, it's because I don't really do much follow up on it. I think I need to keep like making the call out for it or something on my socials. But it's a WWLD. What would Laura do? And ideally, it's just an advice column. If you're probably joining the episode at this point, you've not had it in a while and you're like, what is she talking about? But yeah, in some earlier episodes, I've had a few of them. And what, what it's like is just you can DM me a dilemma a question uh, something you're just thinking about and you'd want an opinion and i'd gladly um share it or break it down in what i would do if i were in your shoes and mm, yeah <laughs> so please if you have any you can always dm me any anytime at whole and some underscore on instagram at carrera laura on instagram thank you so much for listening adios mm -hmm.